Welcome to Bristol Radio, your one-stop shop for all things audio from Bristol Motor Speedway and Dragway. Hey everybody, welcome into the Bristol Motor Speedway Facebook page. I am Caitlin Vinci of NASCAR on Fox. So happy to have all of you guys joining us today to talk all things NASCAR and everything that transpired out at Dover this past weekend. There is certainly no shortage of topics to discuss leaving Dover International Speedway. So as always, I want you all, the listeners and the viewers, to weigh in. Join the conversation. Tell me what you thought of the races. Tell me where you're watching from today. Uh, Send me any questions you have for me. I will do my best to answer all of them. Uh, okay, so let's start first with uh, the Xfinity Series. Uh, hello to those of you joining, Josh and Drayton. You're saying hello. I feel like I see you guys joining me a lot uh, on these race weekend recaps. So I appreciate you keep uh, coming back to watch them. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, the Xfinity Series race uh, was the first one we saw in action out at Dover International Speedway. It was an elimination race. There was a lot on the line for these Xfinity Series teams. So let's kind of walk through uh, the day that some of them had starting on a lap one for Tyler Reddick, the two car hit the wall, had to pit to fix the damage. He ended up finishing 12th on the day, sort of a surprise, um, from Tyler Reddick, one of the competitors we've seen who has been so strong throughout the course of the Xfinity series season, Christopher Bell. This was also, I felt like a big surprise because he's another one who has been so strong throughout the course of the year, but he had no fuel pressure, uh, and he was in third and had to spend several laps in the garage trying to get that situation figured out. He ended up 25th on the day. Uh, hello to those of you who are joining, people watching from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, saying hello and good afternoon. Appreciate uh, the time and uh, you guys listening today. Uh, the 19 car, Brandon Jones, uh, he got into it with the 18 of Harrison Burton. Actually, Harrison Burton spun and made contact uh, with Brandon Jones, ended up losing a radiator. That ended his day and certainly his playoff hopes. Uh, I would say Brandon Jones has been maybe one of the more surprising stories in terms of not seeing the performance that we thought would be there uh, this year. So, uh, unfortunate set of circumstances for him. Now, it was Cole Custer was the one who was able to get the victory. What an incredible season this young man has had, which of course is making us all start to wonder, is he moving up to the Monster Energy Cup Series in 2020? Where would there be a spot for him? The logical one being Stuart Haas Racing, obviously given his affiliation uh, through his family to that race team. But he got his ninth career win, uh, his seventh win this season. He led twice for 21 laps, including the final 19. And uh, always great to have momentum on your side as you enter into a new round of the playoffs. Uh, when you look at the top five finishers out there in the Xfinity Series race, Justin Allgaier was second. His sixth runner-up since his last win, Austin Sindrick, Justin Haley, and Chase Briscoe also rounding out the top five. Now, those drivers that were eliminated from playoff contention, playoff hopes are officially over uh, for John Hunter Nemechek, Justin Haley, Ryan Sieg, and Brandon Jones. So your round of eight drivers that will be moving on and hopefully uh, going after a title is Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick, Justin Allgaier, Chase Briscoe, and Michael Annette, as well as Noah Gregson. Now, the Xfinity Series has off this weekend. Uh, surprise 
surprisingly, they don't race in Talladega in a few days. So um, they'll have some time to regroup, to really focus and have the teams hone in on uh, what they're working with uh, for the round of eight and trying to advance through that round to get to Homestead Miami, which is crazy because whoever wins uh, at Kansas will be going on to Homestead to, to make a run for the Final Four. So you know they're placing a really big emphasis and a big premium on that race because then you get yourself locked in. You already know you're going to Miami to race for a championship. So uh, that does it for the Xfinity Series. <laughs> the Cup Series, God, this race was uh, very eventful. Uh, right from the beginning, it really was. Uh, for our playoff guys, just a lot of unusual things I felt like were happening to some of the playoff contenders. I don't know what you guys thought, but right out of the gate, for the 22, those of you who are Joey Logano fans, he had to come to pit road with a broken rear axle during the pace laps. Hadn't even got a chance to get going, and he's already coming to the garage area. Certainly not what he would have uh, wanted to see, that is for certain. So he's in a little bit of a precarious situation when it comes to the playoff picture. The good news is he is really strong at the super speedways. Penske Racing as a whole always strong at Talladega. So hopefully that's a place where he can get things moving back into the right direction. Uh, Chase Elliott, he was the next playoff contender with issues very early on. Lap eight, lost an engine. And that's what's just so wild, right, about this playoff format. You can be on top one week, the next week, you're on the outside looking in. Chase Elliott, obviously big winner at the Roval. It was a huge uh, awesome comeback from him hitting the wall and then going on to get the victory. And then a week later, he has a blown engine and is on the outside looking into the next round. That is how easy it is for things to move around within this playoff format. Um, you just cannot really afford to have a day like that uh, where you can't even salvage a finish because it, it just hurts your playoff hopes uh, pretty significantly. Now, he is only seven points below the cut line, so there that is not a very big deficit, but he's going to have to absolutely have good races at Talladega and Kansas. There's no question about that. Um, hello to those of you tuning in from West Michigan. Uh, some people are watching from Alberta and Georgia. Uh, also, people commenting on the 42 team and Matt Benedetto. I also had him written down. We're going to get to Kyle Larson, of course, in just a moment. Uh, the big, big winner uh, out there at Dover. So, <clears throat> still walking through the, all the playoff guys who had issues. Uh, Kyle Busch on lap 123, he had a speeding penalty, sent him back in the field. He ended up, though, getting a sixth-place finish on the day. The 19 car of Martin Truex Jr. obviously had one of the strongest cars throughout the course of the race, uh, but he pitted with the lead. He came out six after they had a slow pit stop uh, and an issue on that pit stop as well. That was a costly error for him. He was never really able to make up uh, the ground, even though he was chipping away at Kyle Larson, our eventual leader. He just, it was not enough time for him to catch him. Uh, the 12 of Ryan Blaney had to pit from seventh with no brakes on lap 297. Big hit for the 12 team as well. They're 22 points back when you look at the playoff leaderboard right now as it stands. Um, someone is asking me, do I think any of the Hendrick cars will make the championship four? Uh, let's see. I, I, I think Chase Elliott has a great shot. I know um, we just walked through the issues that he had. Um, this past weekend, but I would say when you look at their numbers, obviously they've been the, the strongest of the Hendrick cars throughout the course of the season, but you know, Alex Bowman is showing signs of hope and promise right at the right time. Um, 
even though he's been in the whirlwind of controversy between everything with Bubba Wallace and the water in the face and uh, two weeks ago as well with Austin Dillon, he had a little run in. So he's been in the news a lot. <laughs> we interviewed him actually for our race day show uh, for Fox Sports 1. Uh, and he seems very like blinders are on right now. He is dead set, very focused, obviously, on making a run for the championship and making his way through these rounds and not allowing the other extra things to be too much of a distraction for him. So, so showing definitely some uh, signs of a, a strong competitor with some of his words he shared with us on race day. Um, he actually ended up with a top five performance um, this past weekend as well. So speeding penalty for William Byron, that was definitely a setback for them. Um, that That's just a lot of issues for a lot of playoff guys <laughs> throughout the course of this race. Uh, your top five eventually was Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr. in second, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, and Matt Benedetto. I put him down because he had a seventh place effort, certainly a notable and an attaboy uh, for him. Allen is pointing out to me, one of the race fans, that Jimmy Johnson ran well. He did. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, I think, has, has definitely started to have things trend in the right direction. I actually had a chance to interview Jimmy not too long ago, and he was very optimistic in the direction that team is going in, regardless of the fact that they're not in the playoff hunt. It almost alleviates some of that pressure, because uh, if you remember, Cliff Daniels came in as Jimmy Johnson's crew chief, replacing Kevin Mendring back at Watkins Glen Race, um, and they only had a few races to try and make their way into the playoffs. That's a tremendous amount of pressure on a team, on a new crew chief that's never crew chief before in the Monster Energy Cup Series, but they didn't make it in, but now they can just solely focus on improving uh, their program, improving their team compatibility, and just going all out for race wins. And I think we're definitely starting to see uh, improvements and consistency on, on that 48 team. So I want to talk about the winner, Kyle Larson, obviously the 42 team. That was his sixth career win, his last one dating all the way back to 2017, the Richmond race. It's been 75 races since the 42 has gone to victory lane. So big, big moment for Kyle Larson. Had a tremendously fast race car, good solid day. Things kept aligning. You know, and listening to Kyle Larson speaking after a lot of the races, he was very optimistic about the speed they were bringing, the cars they were bringing to the racetrack. Um, and he kept saying, you know, it, it's we're getting closer and closer. And now, sure enough, he can rest easy for the next two weeks. Doesn't have to be concerned at Talladega or Kansas because he already knows he is locked in. He is moving on to the round of eight. So it is a good day to be Kyle Larson and the 42 team. Um, they can kind of relax and now kind of reset their focus uh, towards the next round and getting those cars ready to be as good as possible for those racetracks. Um, but yeah, cool, awesome moment for him. I'm sure you guys saw his wife, Caitlin, shotgunning beers in Victory Lane. That was pretty funny footage uh, that we saw there of Miss Caitlin Larson um, taking one for the team, taking one for her husband. Uh, but but great for that group. Um, obviously, all pressure now very significantly off the shoulder. So the playoff grid right now, as it currently stands, is Larson, Truex, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, and Denny Hamlin are 48 points to the good. Both of them are tied. Kevin Harvick at 42. Brad Kozlowski at 20 to the good, Alex Bowman at 17, and William Byron and Joey Logano are right at that cut line, both with zero. Um, it's kind of strange. Uh, Clint Boyer is minus four, Chase Elliott minus seven, Ryan Blaney the worst of the bunch, uh, 22 points below the cut line. Certainly not uh, what driver 12 would have hoped for his 
his round uh, of 12 right now. Um, someone is adding into the conversation that uh, I picked Kyle Larson to win. Ronnie says he picked Kyle Larson to win, and you were right. Very good. Maybe I hope you bet some money and place some money down on that since you were correct. Um, but now, as I mentioned, um, the series is moving on to Talladega. Super Speedway race where we know anything can happen, and this is one of the most just precarious racetracks uh, for the teams because of the unpredictability factor uh, and how difficult that can be. So, as I mentioned, there some of these race teams have a big undertaking uh, ahead of them after having roughed over races. No one wanted to go into Talladega back against the wall. So the only person who can rest easy right now is Kyle Larson. Uh, I also want to remind you guys that the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series is back in action after a pretty extensive long break. Um, sort of unusual the way their season works. But they will be back this weekend for the start of another round of the playoffs for them. Uh, so they will be competing out at Talladega as well. As you guys know, I host the pre-race show for uh, the Truck Series and uh, we certainly hope you guys will tune in to the trucks uh, as well to see what plays out in their playoffs because they've had a very eventful playoffs as well so far. Just a lot of surprises with Johnny Sauter being eliminated, a past champion already. So a lot of great storylines going on in that series as well. But um, lots to look forward to. We're just clicking them off one by one. Hard to believe that we're already known to just... Um, just a few more races to go in the season. That is that is really hard to believe. Uh, so thank you guys once again for tuning in to a race weekend recap. I always enjoy checking in with the fans every single Monday and finding out what you guys thought of the races, what you all think about the storylines as they unfold throughout the course of the race weekend. So we will be right back here uh, at the Bristol Motor Speedway Facebook page, same time, same place, noon Eastern, right here next Monday uh, for another race weekend recap. So we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Like Bruton always says, we work for the fans and we like making sports and entertainment fun here at Bristol. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with all of your friends on all your favorite social media channels. Like, follow, or tag BMS Updates so we can join in on the fun too. It's Bristol, baby.